All right. Happy Monday morning to you, Four Oaks. Pastor Paul here. It is Monday, of course, November 1st, 2021. Hard to believe we're already through October and into November. The weather is great, and we are glad that you are here. So this is Romans Rewind. This is where we take the opportunity to unpack bits and pieces of the book of Romans, um, maybe things that we did not cover in our previous Sunday sermon on that text. As we know, Romans is rich in theology and biblical truth and don't have time to pick out every single thing that's in there on every Sunday. So we do this um, as a supplement to it. Just a reminder, you can email your questions about um, any portion of Romans you want to paul.gilbert at fouroakschurch.com. All right, so yesterday on Sunday, we were in Romans chapter four, beginning to look at the life of Abraham. And I wanna zero in on a portion of the passage that we really didn't touch on that might be easy to miss, but is sort of pregnant with meaning. And that is Romans four, uh, verses 16 and 17. So let me read those two verses for us and make a few comments. Okay, Paul says, um, remember, he's talking about the righteousness of faith. He said, that is why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherents of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. I want to focus in on that phrase, who is the father of us all, the father of many nations. Now go back for a moment to those first weeks of the Roman series where we talked about the context that Paul is writing into. As a reminder, um, he is writing to a church in Rome that is predominantly Gentile Christians with some Jewish Christians. And part of the friction that had happened was that Claudius had expelled all the Jews from Rome because of conflict between traditional Jews and messianic jews those who were believing in jesus but he just said he didn't want to discern he just kicked them all out while they were gone the church grew accumulated gentile christians and finally when claudius died and nero took power they were able the all the jews were able to move back to rome and when these jewish christians were coming into the church with all these gentile christians it created a number of problems confusions issues as they tried to find their unity in the gospel well, one of the things that sometimes um, is tempting to think, or not, not tempting may not be the right word, but that, we're, that we kind of think by default, is that there was Judaism, and then after Judaism sprang up this new religion called Christianity, and then it was in competition with Judaism. And that's not at all um, the origins of Christianity. In fact, um, the earliest Christians believed that they were in alignment with the original promises made to Israel and Abraham in the Old Testament, and that they were simply fulfilling what the Old Testament had promised. So remember in our text yesterday, where Paul is quoting this idea that Abraham um, believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Well, in this particular passage, this morning that we're looking at, remember this goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 12, where God called Abraham out of Ur 
and promised that he would be the father of many nations. And so when we see Jesus um, coming, the disciples, the early Christians saw that Jesus was the fulfillment of that promise, that it was through the line of Abraham, then the line of Jesus, that all the nations would, of the earth would be blessed, not just through their physical descent from Abraham, but their spiritual descent. And so now when we think about the great commission that Jesus gave um, in Matthew 28, go therefore into all the nations, bapt, proclaiming my name, baptizing the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That idea of going to the nations is rooted all the way back in the story of Abraham, that God in essence was gonna call Abraham, he was gonna build a people out of these ethnic Jews, but they were to be saved and set apart not to become an exclusive religious club, but in fact, to be a beachhead by which all the nations of the earth would come to know the Lord. And again, those promises are all over the Old Testament about, um, you know, that on the day of the Lord, that the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God, just as the waters cover the sea. That, that expectation that Messiah would come and unite all of the world under the kingship of the Messiah was part of all Jewish teaching, and it's, of course, all over the Old Testament. What Christians contend is that the Jews have rejected their own Messiah. And it's not that Christianity is a new religion. It is a continuation of those original promises made to Abraham. This is why Paul says, we're all Jews who believe in Jesus. A Jew is not one who is one outwardly, a Jew is one who is one inwardly. And when Jesus gave this commission to the, to the apostles to uh, preach to the nations, to take the gospel to the nations, it was in direct fulfillment of this promise. So going back just for a minute, here are the couple of verses we just read, that Abraham is the father of us all, who is, who is the father of many nations. Um, these early Christians, um, these Jewish Christians particularly, understood this to be not a new religion, but an embodiment of, biblical, of what the Bible taught in the Old Testament, and that the Jews who rejected their Messiah were the ones who were still walking in darkness, and that's why Paul's heart is so broken for them, and he's preaching the gospel to them, and we'll get into all that in Romans chapter, chapters 9 through 11. But for this morning, it's important to remember that we are children of Abraham if we are children spiritually, if our hearts have been changed, if we're trusting in Jesus. And now we also have been given a commission, a mission. We're, 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 we're heirs of these promises to know that God does not just wish one ethnic group or one subculture or one city or one neighborhood to come to know him. He wants people of all kinds and all types everywhere. And that really gives an impulse and a direction to our lives, doesn't it? To our ministries. It, it helps to open our eyes to know that God is not just the God of the suburbs. God is not just the God of the professional class. God is not just the God of, um, of Caucasians. God is not just the God, okay, of uh, 21st century America, but God is the Lord of all. And he's gathering all the nations under him through his son, Jesus Christ, and he has commissioned us as agents 
to take that gospel because there are plenty, many other, Acts tells us, people in the city who do not yet know him, right? And we're calling them to faith and repentance. We're holding up the gospel of Jesus Christ because we are children of Abraham. And this is part of the great continuity between what God was doing under the old covenant to what God is doing now under the new covenant. And so we'll start this week of devotions off right here this morning, asking all of us to remind ourselves of who we are, what our lineage is, that we've been saved by grace through faith, and that this is the means, this is the hope that we have for everyone, the gospel to all nations. And it is not something um, radically new that God is doing. I mean, it's new through Jesus Christ, but it's a continuation of what he promised all throughout the Old Testament. So that helps us understand also that this whole book, Old and New Testament, is a unified whole, that our mission is a unified whole, that the gospel is a unified whole. And it's, just a, it's an eye-opening exercise to know that here two or 3,000 years later, we are 3,500 years later after Abraham, we are now part of the fulfillment of these promises. So let me read the passage one more again, one more time. That is why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. Let's pray. Lord, open our eyes today to the bigness of you and of your mission of your church and what you're doing across the world. And that all that is happening now is a fulfillment of the promises you made to Abraham some 3,500 years ago. Lord, we want to be faithful to those. We want to walk in hope in those and trust you in those. In Jesus' name.